Somebody's going to go bridge here. It's better time. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Not the Gone Bridge Podcast. However, I am still here with Alex Clawson and Steve Brady. Boys, how are we doing today? This is a little weird, folks. I'm not going to lie. Not the Gone Bridge Podcast. Does that not make me Alex Clawson? No, you're still definitely Alex Clawson, and I am still Steve Brady. And Gardner failed to mention that he is, in fact, Andrew Gardner. I am me. Fun fact. And this is not the Gone Bridge podcast. This is what is known as Inside Gone Bridge. So I kind of need to explain a little bit what it's like to you two, because I haven't sent any of the episodes that I've made to either of you, despite you requesting me to. I just have not done it. So what I do and what I have done for the past four episodes, I think this is the fifth episode of Inside Gone Bridge. I have given the listeners... Yeah, you can. You can. Clausen just asked if you can swear. You can swear, Clausen. You dick. Didn't send us when we wanted them. What'd you say? You're a dick. We wanted your episode. You didn't send them over. Okay. Steve, yeah. Steve, Steve, I also can't help noticing. Uh, I have another podcast called Inside the Wit. It's UNH Hockey Podcast. Did you steal the name from me? Uh, it depends. When did you start recording that? October. October. Okay. Well, you predate me, but I was not aware of that. I was not aware of the existence of inside. I'll be con- my, my lawyers will be contacting you. Okay. Well, your lawyers or my lawyers would probably be our lawyers if we were to ever have <laughs> lawyers. So I my pretty much need up your lawyer. Yeah, it would be, it would be, we would just have to have them look in a mirror and argue with themselves. So like I was saying, I pretty much just give like a personal experience of what it's like to have or yeah, have a podcast that is, you know, semi-successful. Would you, would you agree with the, the assessment that we are a semi-successful podcast? Most yeah. certainly. We've done okay. We've done all right. I'd say that we're a top five Red Sox podcast in America. I'd say we're top three. Top three. I think we're the numbers, three. the numbers point more towards top five, but we, uh, <laughs> liars figure, but the figures never lie. I'll tell I'll let, Steve, let me tell you something. Yeah. Um, numbers numbers you know the show numbers never lie Num- numbers sometimes lie it's not numbers, all about numbers numbers sometimes lie is that what you learn in accounting class Gardy? numbers sometimes lie well i mean if you look at my grades apparently i haven't learned much so i don't know if that's a reputable source but sure yeah go for it yeah but so today what we're doing is i've already for four episodes given a lot of my experiences being on a show and now I want to hear what you guys have to say about it. I feel like we can have like, you know, an inside look. And I want to introduce you two to my class and the listeners of this show, which is only my class. So what do you guys, what do you guys got for me? You can start wherever you want in the timeline. It's been what, pretty much a year and a half at this point, over a year and a half. Uh, yeah, about a year and a half. Um, yeah, no, I think it's going to be a year and a half in nine days. Something around there. Yeah. So what do you want me to do? Just like introduce myself? Yeah, introduce yourself. You can talk about how uh, you do, you call some of the games for the UNH sports and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. So what's up? Uh, I'm Andrew Gardner. I'm one of the three co-hosts of the Gone Bridge podcast with Steve and Alex. Um, Yeah, we started this back in right at the end of the 2020 baseball season, which I can tell you, not a great time to start a podcast after 
a COVID shortened season and right when the off season has started or starting, but uh, we got through it, ended up doing okay. I'm sure Steve has explained all about the crazy off season we had and got some good press and got some listeners behind the show, which has been awesome. Um, and yeah, it's been a, it's been a fun ride. You know, we're 80 episodes deep now, uh, still doing it weekly. Socks are, uh, you know, chugging along now that the season's back. It's, uh, it's, it's a lot easier during the off season. We get a, you know, a bunch of guests on former, former players, uh, stuff like that. So we still, you know, keep it active during the off season, but, uh, but yeah, outside of gone bridge, um, I do a lot of the, uh, radio and TV broadcasts for the school. So I've done uh, men's hockey, women's hockey, men and women's soccer, done volleyball. I've done lacrosse. What else have I done? I've done field hockey. I don't know much about field hockey, but I have done field hockey. Um, and I also write, uh, I cover the men's hockey team for the school paper too. So Gombridge is kind of just ties into, you know, my, all my interests of sports media and my love for the Red Sox and, uh, definitely one of the highlights of my week sitting down and uh recording these episodes what would you say your favorite sport to cover is for unh um let's see so i mean besides baseball i I love hockey a lot i grew up playing hockey that was that was the sport that i i was involved in the most um so in terms of covering the hockey team uh, i have a lot of fun with that i actually just uh wrapped up. I had four interviews with players today and I'm working on an article right now, uh, for, for the team. So I, I really enjoy covering that and, you know, talking with those guys. Cause you know, the level that UNH hockey is at is, is really high. A, you know, a handful of them have already been drafted into the NHL and it's, it's a lot of fun, but in terms of calling games, I also do enjoy hockey the most, but I, I have found my love for soccer too. I don't know if it's because uh, UNH's team is so good. And last year, you know, they were a top 10 team in the country, but uh, I really do. And I enjoy, I enjoy both of those. Awesome. You want to give a, give a, give a little rundown of who you are. I am, Alex Clausen. I am the weak link, the third link of this gone bridge podcast. I do much less of the producing, much less of the social media, much less of the overall podcasting. I usually just sit down for about an hour and a half of my week. It's probably the best hour and a half of my week that I could spend my time with. But really, I'm just here to provide, I suppose, comedic relief. I usually just add in some comments here and there. Some are out of pocket. Um, I, make Steve's, I make Steve's job as an editor much more difficult. I like to think that I've given him a lot of good experience in the almost 80 episodes we've produced together. But I would just say my, when we started Gone Bridge, me and Steve approached Andrew kind of as an idea because we knew Andrew had podcasting experience and hosting experience. And it really was just kind of a, I don't know, really just a passion project. And then we really got into it. We found some success. Uh, We partnered short term with some other bigger podcasts that work with Red Sox and baseball and, that was really where we got our jump. And from there, you know, once we get a jump, once we get some some more interaction, it, it just gets that much more enjoyable. And now we're at the point where we have people, you know, uh, retweeting our stuff, commenting on our social media, interacting with us. Uh, we get people who recognize us on campus as the Gone Bridge kids once in a while. So I'd say that's probably the, the coolest part of it, but that's uh, that's about my rundown. 
Yeah, so I will say, as Clausen mentioned, and it is worth noting, I suppose, that they are Andrew and Alex first name, but I refer to them both by their last names because, like we said, we're all in the same fraternity together. I think I've explained that in the past. We're all in ATL on campus. And I don't know, that's kind of just like a weird thing that like when you first meet somebody, it's just for some reason easier to just call them their last name unless they, their name is already super, super easy. Alex, unfortunately, is not a cool enough name for me to call him over, over Clausen. Clausen much cooler than Alex. And then I will say, I would say actually, side note, because I'm getting off track by myself. I will say that Clausen was Alex freshman, sophomore year of me knowing him or in, I guess his freshman, sophomore year. And now he's Clausen because he's a lot cooler. Would you agree with that, Clausen? I would say so. I think I grew up a little bit. Yeah. But Clausen was mentioning that he does make my life difficult because he, he knows that what he's about to say is going to be something that I need to cut out of the episode, but he feels the overwhelming need to say it anyway. And he'll either put it in the chat because we, we record this in Zoom. He'll either put it in the chat and be like, get ready, Steve, or something along those lines. Or he puts his finger up and has this dumb, smug <laughs> smile on his face. And whenever he puts his finger up, no matter what it is, we always just go, Clausen, either me or Gardner, and Clausen gets to say what he wants to say. And 99% of the time, it's something that is just so egregiously out of pocket that I need to cut it out. It is kind of funny how subconsciously, like, Clausen kind of said, he's like, oh, I'm only here for on the side, I'm third string. But Whenever you want to talk, I, I pause exactly what I'm saying in the middle of wherever I'm saying, I, I cut right to you. I would say this, that saying, would you rather be feared or respected? I would say that I'm feared in what I'm about to say, as opposed you guys, you guys stop out of fear for what I'm going to say rather than respect. I, I, I don't yeah, even I know how that's a bit of both. It might be a little bit of both. So, I mean, I guess we can, something that would be interesting to talk about during this, this show is we can do one of these at a time, but we can talk about our favorite memories, I guess, of recording the show, maybe some of our favorite listeners and maybe our favorite guests, stuff like that. So, yeah, I like that. Um, favorite memories recording. Ah, oh, man, a lot of good ones. Actually, I'll start with the guests. I feel like that's the easiest part. Um, guests, some of my favorite guests, Jared Corrales. I mean, that kind of, that's, that's the easy one. Pat light, the Pat light episode, one of our edgier, edgier. Yeah. That's a good word to say. Uh, we kind of jumped out. We talked about a whole bunch of shit. The first 10 minutes, I think nine 11 got thrown in there and you know, it was an interesting, uh, interesting episode. A lot of laughs, not a ton of baseball talk, but Pat lights a great guy, former pitcher for the Red Sox. And then I think in terms of, status of guests we had like i don't know if i necessarily had the most fun recording with this guy but when it comes to that was the best conversation i've had with someone it's bronson arroyo uh 2004 world series champion with the boston red sox he was just incredible to talk to i i mean any fan of the red sox you know knows who bronson is he was a huge cog on that 04 team and being able to sit down with him and talk to him you know, talking about David Ortiz, you know, joining the team, Manny, Pedro, Kurt Schilling, Veritek, like to have firsthand discussions with someone who was right there and then go to the Reds and play, you know, with guys, Brandon Phillips, Joey Votto, like Hall of Famers. That was, that was really cool. And he, we talked with him for 
like over an hour. He was great. Um, and so what was it? It was favorite, favorite, Steve, favorite memories, guests. And what was the last thing? Maybe some of the listeners that you like interacting oh, with the most. Right. Uh, so listeners wise. Yeah. I feel like the past, I mean, couple months, it's just more and more people interact with our stuff on social media. A lot more people tweeting at us, DMing us, which is really cool. Like I woke up this morning we had two or three DMs from people we had never DM'd. In fact, I didn't even tell you guys this. This guy DM'd us today. I, I don't know who was having the original conversation with him. One problem that we sometimes run, not run into, but we'll get a DM and then someone will respond to it. And then that person will respond and another one of us will like open it. So it's kind of like conversations kind of choppy, but this guy DM'd us and I think he was talking to you, Steve, about something. And then he was like uh, mentioning the idea that he could be our West Coast reporter. So, I mean, it's, it's cool to me that, you know, we've had people, someone reached out to us about a job with us too. Like, it's cool to me that, that people. No, they, be specific what, what he was asking. He wasn't asking about us working for him. He oh, was yeah. asking if he could work for us yeah and i was i've steve you were like we we don't really i mean we make like you know pennies on the dime for this show we don't we don't make much in fact we don't break even um but uh <laughs> like today he's he's dming us he's asking you know and i i was nice about it i mean realistically this guy i don't know who this guy is you know is he gonna be our our west coast correspondent definitely not but you know you just be nice to people and I said, I'll talk to the other two and I'll let you know. Probably not going to let them know, but that's, that's kind of how, how it works sometimes. But uh, in terms of listeners, yeah, we've got a bunch of great ones. Matt's one of my favorites. He sends us questions every week and uh, they're hilarious. In fact, I'll read what he just, he DM'd us earlier today. Uh, think of the most random stuff you could think of. And that's, that's what he sends us. He asked us for this week's episode, we're going to have to rank these states, Delaware, Arkansas, Montana, Idaho, and New Mexico. So Easy. start getting your list ready. And then the other one was, if you had to work the rest of your life in a supermarket, what one would it be? And my pick is Publix. It's a great supermarket. I've never um, so been yeah, in Publix. I mean, what? I've never even been in a Publix. They're only like, I think they're south of, you know, like North Carolina, but solid grocery store. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's it's really cool that, people are sending us in stuff every week. Matt's great. Uh, this one girl, Jess will send us in stuff every week. We do in fact have females that listen to the show. Shocking. It's what? It's 4%. I think, I think our demographics, like, I think it's gone up a little bit. I think it's around 10%, but it's low, but there are in fact females who listen to gone bridge. I'm trying to think who else there's Oh, Brandon on Twitter. He's I like when he talks to us about stuff, but there's, there's a whole bunch of people. And then, uh, Favorite memories too. When we did our one in-person episode and Clawson was up on the whiteboard drawing diagrams as if you could actually see what he was doing in a podcast. That was pretty funny. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think what other stuff. I feel like really we just put our heads down and record for an hour and a half. Like there's not a ton of stuff that sticks out to me. Uh, I don't know. I'd say when we record, I like it, don't literally, but I will I will just black out the entire yeah. time. And then later after I edit it and Gardner puts it on, we use Buzzsprout to distribute our things. Um, 
I will listen back to the episode as if I'm not the one talking or as if I'm not the one that was sitting there because I just completely forget everything that we talk about for the most part. Yeah, when I'm uploading it to Buzz, Buzzsprout, I have to write like a description. And the way I write them is, you know, kind of like a headline for the for the episode. Like, this is the main thing that happened last week for the Red Sox. And in this episode, we talk about this, this, this. And I just list them all off, as many as I can think of. And a lot of the time, I'll sit there and I'm like, I, what do we talk about? Because we'll be laughing about random stuff. Like we had uh, last week, we had the whole middle school clothing talk. We talked about Zigtags. We talked about uh, old iPhone games. Clawson brought his dead Kindle out of the closet. Um, there is not a lot dead. of not dead, not fully dead. still has not a message fully on dead. the screen. Not fully dead. I want. I don't know I, how that works. I need an investigation on Bezos for that. I don't know how that's that's not dead, but. Yeah, just stuff like that. Uh, I mean, when the Red Sox are doing well, it's really fun to record. And I have some great memories of, I mean, our retelling of the story when we went to Fenway with the guys from uh, Section 10, easily my all-time favorite episode. And we'd gone off the train, sweaty, gross. And just that whole recording session, that was hilarious. Uh, I'm trying to think what else, like, really. I mean, there are a lot of great memories just when the Red Sox sucked last year for a portion two, I think there was an episode Steve and I did alone. And it was like probably one of our shortest episodes we did. It was horrible, like horrible. We were just pissed off. And so stuff like that. And honestly, I think I don't really have a lot of mem- like, like singular memories from the show, but as a whole, the fact that you can go back for the 2021 season and look at what we were saying at this point in time after this game, and it's all recorded. I think that's probably my favorite part of uh, like one of my favorite parts of the show. Yeah, long winded, long long winded answer, but there yeah. you go. No, that was a good answer, Clausen. You want to? Uh, do you want me to repeat the question, or do you want to just go? Uh, yes, please. Uh, so I pretty much just asked Gardy to go through maybe some of like his favorite memories, specific or general, some of your favorite listeners that we interact with and maybe your favorite couple guests that we've had on. Thank you for repeating that. I've been through for the past couple minutes, I've been in the process of adopting a barn owl through the world wildlife federation. Are they going to give it to you or do you just like sponsor it? I sponsor it. So I give a donation and I get like a picture, a certificate and a species card. How, uh, how much was that? It's like 25 bucks. Nice. It's a gift. It's a gift for yourself? No. Or for the owl? It's a, well, I suppose it is a gift for the owl. I don't know if the owl gets the $25 or what the owl would do with the $25. But I don't know where this money goes, but it's a gift for, it's a gift for my girlfriend. I think she's going to like it. That's nice. Does the owl have a name? Big girlfriend Uh, guy? It's kind of a gag gift. Is that the only thing you're giving her? No. Oh, okay. That's good. Nice. That would be that would be bad. <laughs> Does the owl have a name? No, I should give it a name though. Maybe you could let her name it. That's a good idea. Name it Steve. Well, your girlfriend's my girlfriend now. After she said I would throw harder than you. That's true, and that leads into great segue. By the way, that leads into my favorite moment of Gone Bridge history that hasn't happened yet. We have had this running bet going on since probably what episode was it it was early 11 episode 11 yeah episode 11 that we made a running bet that 
or who would be able to throw a fast a baseball the hardest. I said that if you gave me six months of training with a professional coach and nothing else to do, then I could throw 90. These two called me out on it. And now I've had this running bet for the last, I don't know, how many weeks? It's probably like 60 weeks, 70 weeks. Probably over a year. 69 weeks. To see who can, yeah, good math. To see who can throw a baseball the hardest. So now we have a radar gun, thanks to Gardner. We still got to go out and do that. But Carson, what are you what are you doing after this? Uh, nothing. But it's seven o'clock. Sun's going well, down soon. You're, you're gonna let the sunlight stop you? Stop us from what? I don't know. You gonna go toss the ball for ten minutes? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, so I would say that is my favorite gone bridge moment that hasn't happened yet. My favorite gone bridge moment that has happened is something that was kind of a brainchild of the three of us. We have a recurring annual episode called the giving socks. Yeah. And it's all about, we do it around Christmas time and we take the pitchers on the red Sox who allowed more than five earned runs in a game. And we put them on this like nice list, naughty list, I guess, a, a giving list. It's and uh, at the end, a list of generosity, list of generosity. And at the end, we go and we compile it up and see who is the most generous out of the whole pitching staff. And it's just, well, it takes up the whole episode. We preface this by saying that this is our annual uh, Christmas holiday episode. Yeah. It's the season of giving. So which, and then which in Red baseball, Sox? if you're a pitcher and you surrender a run, you can also, it is also known as giving up a run. So in the spirit of giving, we made that episode concept i guess good uh so i'd say that's probably my favorite episode that we do my favorite fan is definitely brandon actually it's anthony it's anthony the red sox fan i oh, love that guy yeah that guy's awesome he doesn't interact with a ton of our stuff but he's awesome when he does though it's always quality he he interacts with a bunch of like mid-tier red sox accounts and always in all caps right bussing with a bunch <laughs> of fire emojis <laughs> So I would say Brandon, we have a lot more conversation with, but Anthony, when he, when he puts on our post, we know it's good. Yeah. It's always electric. And then favorite guest. I mean, Gardy talked, talked on a lot of them. I would say our first one was, is always a special one. Jonathan Van Every played like, I don't know, three games in the major leagues for the Red Sox. Very wholesome guy. Uh, had some really cool stories. We got to have him back. He said he had a good John Cena story for us. Oh yeah. We should do that soon. I don't know what's up with, uh, I don't know what John Cena could have done with Jonathan Van Every, but I'm excited to figure out. And I mean, really Gardner touched on a lot of them. Pat White was very out of pocket. Uh, Bronson Arroyo was definitely my favorite player interview just because he was so in depth and so like calculated with everything that he said that it was just really good baseball talk. And then Steve Peralt, Jared Caramas are always good for just like shooting the shit. Uh, we don't talk as much about baseball with them just because that's what they do 24 seven. So when they come on, it's usually just, just kind of like a bunch of buddies chatting around over zoom. But whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that I would agree with a lot of what you guys have said so far, as far as like some of my favorite moments, Gardner mentioned that we attempted to record some episodes in person. So this predates the podcasting room in the media lab shout out where i work shout out and 
we didn't have that at the time. So the, our solution was to go into a Paul breakout room. And if you've ever been into a Paul breakout room, it might as well be an echo chamber because the sound quality in there is so atrociously bad that those episodes were almost like, like they were borderline needed to be thrown out because the, the quality wasn't great. It was super fun and funny to like record in person. Guardy mentioned that Clawson was just writing stuff and drawing stuff on the whiteboard in there mm-hmm. as if the listeners, i.e. our listeners, not viewers, could see it, which they couldn't. So I thought that was really funny. We, I was like explaining what he was doing by a, like a play-by-play. Clawson? Clawson? My donation went through. I now have adopted a barn owl. Congratulations. I hope your girlfriend likes it. I think she will. Does it have a name? Which of the following most strongly prompted me to donate? I know what you were just going to say. <laughs> I said it too. Huh? I, me and Gardner just both almost said the same thing. And that what are you going to say? Out. Put it in the chat. I really have no idea what you're going to say. <laughs> Let's see if Gardner and I were thinking the same thing. I'm going to say Our Planet Netflix series because I love Our Planet. Fun fact about me. Also say I was prompted by a billboard. Were you? Steve, Steve, you want to put this in the chat in, in three? Oh, and yeah. Three, two, two one. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more or less. They don't have that option, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, that's like, that's one of my favorite memories. I mean, like they've said, just recording with these two is really fun. The off season during the lockout was especially fun at times because we weren't bound to just talking about baseball because there was no baseball we talked about literally whatever we wanted for like 90 days that's how long the lockout was right yeah we were not a baseball show for a while and honestly i think some of those episodes were some of my favorite episodes of all time i mean we had some really funny ones and i agree there was some like the most fun to record and somebody tweeted at us the other day he was like not even gonna lie to you guys some of the episodes during the lockout were the funniest because like you guys were just shooting the shit and stuff so it's like we are genuinely like all like all three of us are really good friends and it makes it really easy to record and i don't know at the beginning even though we were already friends like i mean me and Klaus were pretty good friends i would i wouldn't even say that i was really that close with gardner at the time yet yeah. even though we were like still friends um and so we had to build up chemistry together in a recording setting because it's difficult to have chemistry with like two people in in such a a boxed in conversation so Clawson I was just gonna add I think it the way we started this is really we would just stand in the corner of a basement me and Steve and Andrew would just stand in the corner of a basement just talk baseball for like 20-30 minutes then we're like people might listen to this but it's different. Our, our drunken thoughts are like, no, people will definitely listen to this. Let's put this <laughs> out. This is good. No, this is good. This is good. But like people, people should understand that there's a difference between talking in a basement and talking on like a podcast because there has to be some sort of flow. Like the way we were talking in the basement was just like anything that came to our mind where a podcast has to be a little bit more organized. You kind of need a schedule and agenda. You need stuff to recur to talk about. Yeah, exactly. I mean, although with that being said, and I've had family members ask me this, they're like, so, you know, you talk for an hour and a half, you know, how long of the list, how long was the list that you went into the episode with, with things that you wanted to touch on? And honestly, 
at this point, like when we first started, like I, th- I think I might still have the list of the topics I wanted to talk about in the first episode, because if you listen to the first episode, it's pretty choppy. It's one of us brings something up. It's Steve, Alex, what do you think of this? Blah, 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 blah. Like you, it, it definitely takes time to build up chemistry. We've gotten to some, the point some now. Some could say the early episodes are, are bad. I would, I would, Steve, I, I'm not going to argue with you on that. They're not, they're not great. They're not great. Anything, uh, anything in the year 2020 with, without, you know, maybe the Jared episode or any episodes with guests. I mean, not great. We're kind of finding our, our flow and maybe it was good. We had that off season to do that. But what I was going to say is, you know, what did we do last week? Episode 79 it was over an hour and a half. And, you know, I wrote a couple things down from the Red Sox Yankees game just so I didn't forget stuff, but we come in and we just, we just do it. Like, I mean, it's, it just, just comes off the tongue for, for 90 minutes. Yeah. Like usually I'll, I'll start the meeting. We all join. And then for, you know, five to 10 minutes, somebody will just talk a little bit about like what we're going to say. Like we'll even like end up, there's many times where I've, or somebody else has had to catch us having too in depth of a conversation about something that we are supposed to talk while we're actually recording. So it's like, Gardy will be getting heated for the fact that like Matt Barnes blew a save and I'll be like, okay, Gardner, well, you're not helping anybody by talking about this while we're not recording. Cause I'm sure everybody would love to hear your opinion on this. If we actually, you know, we start doing the episode. So, I mean, there is like a semi-structure, but we all know to watch the games and keep track of what's going on. And everybody has a general idea of, what's happened in the baseball world and somebody eventually will naturally bring up the important things to talk about. So I'm going to go through, I don't know, the real quick, because I've already talked about it. Bronson Royal, great guest. One of my favorites, probably the best baseball wise. Jared is just, you know, he, he honestly treats us like, like his little brother podcast, which is crazy and pretty awesome. And he's always I mean- fun to talk to like an hour or two ago on his, his new brand new show shouts us out for uh, this video that I had re- like filmed of him. We went to the Red Sox game with him and played the audio on the show and then talked about how, you know, JD Martinez, if you know, the Red Sox, you know, was talking about that video and talking shit to Jared about it. And uh, that's pretty cool to me that, you know, JD Martinez, one of the best players for the Red Sox is, right right there like it's it's a cool connection yeah and then i would i would i would feel compelled and i would be remiss if nobody mentioned ct chris troy he's just a great guy yeah great guy he won our on-field guest of the year award last year on our little award show our silly little award show on our silly little Mm -hmm. podcast and he's cool and then the listeners i also would be remiss not to mention harry because, but we don't even consider him really like a listener, even though he listens to the show. I'm sure like most weeks, he's more of like, I've, I've mentioned in the past that he's kind of like a, a, a borderline fourth member of the show. And yeah, I mean, it's just been a, a, a pretty wild ride. And I know that we have no, no intention of stopping anytime soon. It's just been crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing is, well, I, let's do this forever. Like, you know, as long as we have the time, I mean, is it, is it a, is it a commitment? Absolutely. I mean, it it really is. If if multiple hours out of the week, for sure, for sure. 
However, to me, it doesn't feel like that at all. Um, it's, it's, it's turning something that I've been passionate about for, you know, my whole life. And, and I, I talked about this in high school because I never really felt like in high school, um, you know, I had friends, but I never felt like, you know, that close with some people. And I, you know, I lived in Connecticut, so there were never really any Red Sox fans. And if they were, they couldn't tell you more than three players on the team. And so this has been something uh, for me, at least, that turned from just something that I did on the side. And I don't even think I told you this. Like I used to write blogs for the team and just keep them in my word doc because I enjoyed doing that and no one would ever see them, but I just wanted to do that. So for me, it's like doing those things and then having the, um, I don't know what word I'm trying to think of, uh, you know, actually getting some form of, uh, cannot think of the word at all, but you know, the fact that people listen and people enjoy it, it, it makes me feel really good and it makes me happy. Uh, and it just, it's that, that's the thing is I, we're all super passionate about it and yeah, it, it's, it's time, but, uh, it's, it's time well spent, I will say. Yeah. So real quick before you start talking, Clausen, uh, cause I want you to talk, but there's a segment we do on the show that I think this is going to be pretty much the exact same thing. We call it closing out the ninth and it's pretty much just our closing thoughts and before, and then, uh, Gardner, you can definitely have an, another opportunity to give a, a closing out the ninth thought officially, if you feel so inclined, but before we do do that, I think we should just like really fast, maybe say what all of our favorite segments that we do are. Awesome. Go ahead. I'm going to take the obvious, but I'm going to take the Alex Cora impact player of the week scale. This was something we started right before the, right before the season last season with the basis of Alex Cora, the manager, for those who know, uh, has a very positive impact on the team on and off the field. So we decided to do a weekly segment where we go through the team's performance over the week, individual performances over the week, and say who had the biggest impact on the week. And we've spun it. So it started off as positive impact. It's a scale out of one, so you give a decimal place. It started as a positive, and it's sometimes shifted into a negative. So if some guy really just blows it up over the week, or the ump makes a really bad call and blows the game, then they get either a really low score, we've given as low as a negative one before, but I would say that is probably my best segment, favorite segment of the week. And it also forces me to pay a little bit more attention to the games to focus on individual performances and say, all right, you know, Alex Verdugo is really hot this week or wow, Nick Pavetta sucked this week. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say that that's our most fleshed out segment for sure. Definitely. I like that segment a lot. That's a good point, Clawson. Um, I mean, when you listen to other, not even other Red Sox podcasts, um, or other Boston talk sports, you know, radio shows, I feel like it, sometimes it's tough to find a balance of exclusively talking about whatever you're trying to talk about while also trying to integrate your personality into the show and making it funny and, you know, making it your own. And some of those early episodes I viewed, I mean, exclusively baseball, like in our first episode, one of my favorite, here's just one of my favorite moments too. I forgot who said something. We're talking about the Tampa Bay Rays and their manager's name is Kevin Cash. No, I know exactly and, what the context was. It was because he pulled Blake Snell in the World Series early. That's right. And one of us were just talking and then Steve goes, 
more like Kevin Debt because Debt's bad. And we're like, that move sucked. Did you mention what his actual name is? Yeah, Kevin Cash. So it was, you know. Kevin Assets plus Liability. <laughs> exactly. And it was like, when you said that, I like laughed, but it was like, it was like it almost threw me off the script. Because at the time, I'm like, shit, what am I going to say next? Like, so, and then during the offseason this week, I think that's another, or the offseason this year, it's another polar example of us just shooting the shit for, you know, 90 minutes. And during the season, I love that segment because, again, it forces us to talk real stats during, like, what happened during the week. But we also get to f- put a fun spin on it. And I think that's what makes the show great because I think that if you listen to other baseball shows, sometimes they're a little too focused just on baseball and it gets a little too boring, especially I when you're – If I could jump in, I think uh, yeah. uh, a good word for it is cookie cutter. Yes, yes. Well, when you pay so much a close, when you pay so much attention to the team, it's just it's dry. You're like, I heard this already. Why don't you know? And I think that our show is a really good spin on not just surface level stuff. This guy hit a home run. This guy did this analysis about it, and then putting our own spin on it, and making it fun. And I think that that is what has gotten us to the point that we you know have gotten to, and you know have have grown a listening base. I agree. And before I tell you my favorite segment, I think I something that tell you what I was going to just say quickly, we haven't even done this segment a lot recently, but I think we got to bring it back more notes with Clawson. I need, that's more what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, I've started sprinkling them in like the whole barn owl thing. Like that usually would have been a notes with Clawson thing, but usually it just kind of ends up being like thrown into the episode somewhere. I forget what I said last week, but it was, Something weird too. Can we? I I would love to bring that. Can you bring that to the episode this week? I want to hear the barn owl story. The Kindle thing that was like basically notes with Clausen, but I just threw it in the middle of the episode. Explain what notes with Clausen used to be when it was more structured. When it was more structured, it was usually just things that I would think about that were baseball related or just mostly baseball related at like two in the morning before I go to bed, and they were just really random thoughts. So I yeah. write it down. I had a note in my phone and I don't know, some of the highlights, the best one I ever came up with was why we don't have blimp ads anymore. I was thinking about, you know, I would pay so much more attention to an ad if it was coming in via blimp than if it were just plastered on like some big billboard somewhere. And we had a whole conversation about how many blimps are in the world. And we talked about that yeah. one blimp that crashed that one time and Hinder- all this other stuff. You know that blimps actually aren't called blimps. They're called like Zeppelins. Uh, yeah. Something like that. Didn't know that. Crazy. Yeah. So I was going to say notes of class and was my favorite segment too. Outscoring player of the week. Also a great segment. I can't even think of all the segments that we have, but yeah. We um, got make baseball fun again. Closing out the ninth questions with, well, we had ask on bridge, which is kind of morphed into questions with Matt. Um, oh, we've got the new segment that we couldn't really do this past week because it wasn't applicable, but laughing at the Yankees That's is a segment that I'd like to bring in when we can this year. Um, and we're always just trying to, to think laugh. about it. There was, there was no laughing when we lost more games than we won to them. Yeah, yeah so let's, uh, let's officially close at the ninth. I know, Gardner, you probably used a lot of your 
closing up the ninth material, but if you add any, have anything additional that you want to throw in, go for it. Yeah. I don't really have too much, honestly. I thanks. Uh, thanks for having us on your show. Hopefully your class finds this interesting as well as your professor. And uh, yeah, if you, uh, if you're passionate about something, go pursue it somehow, you know, this, honestly, this show has made me question my entire major quite honestly, and what I want to do with the rest of my life and has kind of turned me onto a path that uh, is completely different than what I came into college with. So my closing out the ninth thought is follow your dreams. My closing out the ninth thought is that Garrett Cole sucks at baseball. Uh, <laughs> adopting an animal via the World Wildlife Federation, shockingly inexpensive and worth it. Uh, I feel like a transcendent human now that there is a barn owl that was in the honor of myself. Do you think he uh, knows? Do you think they they like tapped him on the on the wing? They were like, yo, you just got adopted. You know, like it, you guys ever seen It's a Wonderful Life? No. Yeah. You know, like at the end where like Wait, the, the bell me rings. not seeing a movie? No. And it's like, Steve, like, you know, when the bell rings and it's like, oh, that means like an angel got its wings. Yeah. There must be like something like, I don't know, like a, a strong gust of wind or like, I and don't know. got adopted. Yeah, exactly. How um, do you feel about the whole star adoption thing? I think that's, I think that's dumb. That's yeah. dumb. Stars aren't real. What gives anybody like the birds. right? Actually, I just adopted something fake. I swindled myself. Birds aren't real. <laughs> birds aren't real. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I just threw $25 to the government. They got you. Yeah. Uh, closing out the night. I'm a fool. Adopt something that's real. Uh, listen to Gone Bridge. It's a good time. Yeah. Thanks for having us on. For sure. And then my closing of the night thought is that recording a podcast by yourself, as I've done for the purpose of this class, is a lot more boring and semi more difficult to do than to have like two of your best friends to bounce off of. So, I mean, my original intention when I took this course was to hopefully just use Gone Bridge as like my homework, essentially. And unfortunately- You ended up cheating, trying to attempt to cheat. Well, I mean, I figured that it would be, it would be new content anyway. I would just also hand it in as homework. And it's not like we- <laughs> monetize our episodes so you know i thought it would work professor jackson unfortunately disagreed with that sentiment and said that i needed to make a a new a new show original show he might have at the time honestly not even known what i was talking about or like what i was referring to as if i was going to use something he might have thought that i was just going to rip off an entire podcast i wasn't a part of and handed it in as if i was but anyway the whole point of this long-winded explanation is is that i i mean those episodes, to me, I think that I do a good technical job with them, but I think that they're they're kind of boring. And then unless you have like a specific interest in like this show, then I mean, I don't. It, it doesn't necessarily like seem like if there was like an inside section ten when section ten was a thing. I feel like that would have been an interesting listen. So I think like technically, like it has been like good, but compared to the show that we make on a weekly basis with like each other compared to gone bridge. I mean, I can understand why most shows don't do well because I think that we just do such a good job with gone bridge and, and have so much fun with it that everything just kind of worked out and it continues to work out. So yeah. 
that's that's Being my uh, bridge my uh grandpa just texted me he said you watching the game x saying gone bridge a lot yeah that that's where we got the name from shout out to Eck. there you go there's been like one there hasn't even been a homer today yeah jd hit one. Oh, all right so there's been one ever since i challenged him to a race he's been hot on my tail <laughs> so gardner in the spirit of the fact that we're structuring this as if it's a gone bridge episode would you like to uh to close it out as as you do i would love to hopefully i do a better uh job than uh than last week um if you enjoyed if you enjoyed what you listened to don't forget to follow us on instagram at gone bridge podcast and twitter at gone bridge don't forget to subscribe to our episodes on apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher or wherever you listen to your podcasts and steve will be back soon with another episode of inside gone bridge six episode six coming soon but until then see ya